Welcome to the meeting. <laughs> I hate you. If Is that's it not the intro? Oh my god, that's staying in. <laughs> This is going to be the pre-roll before the the intro. That's what it is. We are here trying to help stimulate the middle class in music. Stop pressing CDs. What is the reason people don't hit publish? Fear. Consistent quality content. Did you know that uh, Vance and I want to answer your questions? We do. It's true. Hashtag ask Tom and Vance. Or you can call, what's the number? You can call 615-682-1811. And when you call, leave your name and the city you're from and your question, and we'll play it on the show. Yeah, we will. And answer it for you. As long as your question's not weird. Yeah, don't be weird. Welcome to the Music Stuff Show, where we break down the business of music to help you build a career doing what you love. I'm Tom. Vance is here, and we got a special guest today. This is Chris Scott, aka Nicotine. What? That is his artist name. Uh, Chris is a friend of mine, has been for a long time, and he has recently been killing it uh, with his new music project. And we wanted to have him on the show because all the things that you've done in the past. Well, we'll get into how long it's been. All the things you've done are exactly what we talk about on here. And you are proof positive that this shit works. Facts. This is true. <laughs> um, I had the toughest time. One thing that y'all talk about a lot on the show is obviously hitting publish. Yeah. I had the biggest, I think a lot of people have the biggest problem with doing because they want it to be perfect. Totally. Everything to be perfect. And I had written a lot of songs and they kept sitting on a computer. And I was like, Time is flying by. Mm-hmm. I need to put this music out. And the stuff that you guys were saying was like sinking in. I was like, finally. It was like timely. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 you know, I have so many songs that I just wanted to get out. So I got this project together and, and decided that this is the way it's going to go. I'm going to yeah. put out a, a new song every single month and mm. consistently have content. Mm. And I love that. That, mm. that and, and, Mm, I can't stress enough that you actually have to have content constantly. Mm. Um, Because if you're not, we're in a saturated market. There are a lot of people trying to do what we love, and and that's make music. So, yeah, that's what it did. I love it. Oh, God. We're going to go down the rabbit hole. Okay. But you better have a fact for me. Oh, yes. This is my favorite part of the show. We can just loop that. <laughs> it's going to be in the Music Stuff Show sample pack. Woo! Uh, <laughs> did you know? I didn't know because I've never watched this show. I've heard it's great, so don't attack me in the comments. I just haven't gotten there. You can be two there. for two, man. I know. But uh, apparently, there is a Superman hidden in every single episode of Seinfeld ever. Really? What? No. Somewhere. Kind of like a hidden Mickey in the Disney World. Or the Pineapple in Psych. If anyone uh, I've never watched Psych. I've never watched Psych. Is that another great show? Are we going to get destroyed in the comments for two shows? I, I feel no like... Psych or Seinfeld? This podcast sucks. <laughs> I, I feel like Psych's a little bit of a deeper cut and more of like a niche yeah. kind of community of people. But there's a pineapple in every single episode of Psych. I love uh, that. Yeah. So there's a Superman in every episode. I, that is what I heard. That makes me... I have to go so back and watch sad, them but also happy at the same time that I have to go watch all of the Seinfeld episodes all over again. I have to hit all of them. I wonder where they hit it in the, uh, what is the one, the deal, or the agreement? Oh, where they don't yeah. jerk off? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wonder where it is hidden in that episode. Just in the bathroom. Yeah. I, what about the one, um, there's the one where What's-His-Name is on there and he's wearing a cape. Larry David? Yes. Does he have on a Superman t-shirt in that? Because that'd be hilarious if he did. Mm. Is that the one where he's yelling at the sky something where Jerry has a dream about him or something? I just remember Jerry's dad is hanging out with him and he's wearing a cape. Like, why is your dad hanging out with somebody wearing a cape? That is... Wow, that's a great... I did not know that. I've never even heard anybody from that show talk about that. Mm. Interesting. You're welcome. Preach, bro. (laughs) (laughs) So... Back to you. Okay. Um, so when 
So we've been in bands, if I can say so, 10 more times. Well, uh, <laughs> let me pause you one sec. Yeah. For the kids at home, what do you do? Yeah. Uh, I am an EDM artist. I, I like to program. I produce. Um, I'm a track guy. Mm -hmm. um, I also write lyrics, um, play keys, piano. Right. Yeah. So you, when you put out a song, everything you've released so far under nicotine has had vocals, right? Yes. Everything so far. And you will, you've been part of the writing process for lyrically and melodically for the vocals in all of those songs. Correct. But you're not the one performing the vocals on the songs that are released. No. Right. But you are responsible for the track portion of it. Right. Uh, in large part or entirely. Exactly. Right. Right. So, um, so, but nicotine as a, I'll start referring to that as like separate from you just because it's a project, uh, and you've been, you've done multiple projects over the course of your musical career, right. right? So you and I have been in a band before in the past. You've been in multiple bands in the past, and nicotine is still relatively new in the grand scheme of like your overarching musical career, right? right. Um, when did you start it? I started the uh, well. Me and you had a conversation, and then I started listening to the show, and mm -hmm. I was just like, well. I talk about it all the time and I, I always want to put music out and as you know in this town you know you yeah. write for you're trying to write to get cuts or sure. a lot of the stuff that I've written is for sync trying to get my music placed on television right. or a movie which I've had some some success with yeah in the you've past. done you've done pretty well at that um, so. yeah and my main objective with this was just to put out music that I loved mm -hmm. right um, for the longest time I felt like all right, it needs to be sound this way because I'm trying to position it for this artist or, and then I would end up having to shelve that idea because, I mean, there's so many people turning in right. songs and and I just decided I'm going to make it sound the way that I want to mm -hmm. and I'm not going to worry about what everybody else thinks. Um, I'm going to take these songs that I've written with people and, and make my project cohesive mm -hmm. and the sound that I'm going for obviously right. is EDM, right. which can mean it. A ton of different things. Sure. There's so many different genres, which Dumb is step one, trap, yeah. step trip hop. Like, <laughs> well, that's the awesome thing about yeah. They got some subgenres in yeah. the world. Yeah, they do. Yes, it's like the sure. hardcore of like yeah. the early 2000s. Yeah, I mean, you have Tropical House, right? <laughs> I mean, there's crazy, just, man. which is a style a style of yeah. EDM that I love, yeah. and it's that's the one thing I really like about uh, EDM music is you can go any direction you want. Yeah. I feel like in some genres you're very limited on yeah. where you can go. And then this genre, you the weirder the better. The, totally. I mean, it, there's no limit and that's what I like about yeah. it. Mm -hmm. And it's the type of music that you go to if you go to a festival, you're looking for to have a good time to jump around and you right. know dance like no one's looking right you know, type of totally. deal yeah so I, and i've always been drawn to this type of music obviously in nashville it's there's not a big scene for it which yeah. i hope to change right um but uh yeah that, i mean that was my whole mission is just to put out music that i loved and share it with people yeah in any way that i can so you start so nicotine started this year yes basically when, july so you were you released your first song in july mm -hmm. How many? I, I know the answers to these, but I want to ask you. It's on record here. Yes. How many? Uh, you had zero plays. You had no Nothing. Spotify account. You started a Spotify play. Not even plays. an image. Nothing. Nothing. Zero. Nothing. Nothing. How many followers did you have on Instagram when you first started? Because you converted your personal account over to this. Yeah, right? I had maybe roughly maybe six or seven hundred people, and they were just all people that I. Yeah, hundred. Um, it's it's going to be December 1st tomorrow. We're recording this on November 30th. How many do you have now? 18.3 thousand. Shut up. Mm. But that did not come without work. Right. I wanted to exactly. actually, yeah. actually, while we're there, let's talk about that. Because I feel like people hear that and people hear the hustle and hear the like, mm. oh, you got to work. What does that mean? Like yeah, tangibly mean? going from six to 700 people that you know personally. In July. <laughs> August, September, October. Four months. One quarter of the year. <laughs> I had to think about that. In a quarter. How, what is the tangible, quote unquote, work that you go from, I now have these people that follow me? Okay. So, one, one thing is you need to find people that 
like the same type of music. I've started groups with other people mm -hmm. that are DJs, or mm -hmm. they just love to program, and we promote each other. Mm -hmm. So when I have something, a post that I want to put out, um, I say, hey guys, got a new post, here's a new song, here's a snippet of it, and they do the same, and mm -hmm. we go, and we promote each other. Mm -hmm. That would be one thing that I would say if people are starting out, is... Yeah. Find people that do the type of music or people that you're inspired by that are, you know, they're in a, a starting point just like you are. Obviously, mm -hmm. you're not going to get some major artist to be a part of this, this sure. fan base uh, growth group. Right. Um, but get them, at, find those people. And then when you do start seeing people being added to your Instagram page, or your Facebook page, mm -hmm. message them back. Mm -hmm. Like, you you think it it wouldn't be like if somebody important. follows yeah you if someone some, follows you on instagram thank them and say hey thank you so much for following me you would be shocked like when i first started doing it, i was like all right i'll see if this works yeah. and sure enough they were like oh my gosh thank you for so much for reaching out and then <laughs> check out their music like if they're you, mm -hmm. know, it, it, you would be shocked yeah. at how many people now i mean that i have more followers and people are listening to me are excited that I'm actually reaching out to them, yeah. which is a weird thing for me, especially since I just started doing this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's one thing that I would say you're going to have to spend a lot of time on social media. And I know that this show talks about, you know, the importance of that, but main thing that I've, I've done is stick with one thing, mm -hmm. grow yeah. that. Yeah. Cause it's mm -hmm. really, really hard for you to grow Facebook, Twitter. I mean, obviously you can post to all those yeah. things. Um, I focused on Instagram cause I feel like mm -hmm. that's the direction that everybody's going to go on, go I, in I eventually. That's the right one to focus on right now. Too. Because Facebook's so saturated you, yeah. and, and there's so much other stuff that doesn't mm -hmm. pertain to what you you're want. When I go to Instagram, I'm looking at like artists and mm -hmm. stuff right. that I think that I want to see. Not every you're not there. Like, I'm not in there for the political stuff. Yeah. I'm there for, for people that are like minded and right. like the same type of stuff that I do. Like right. trying to find new people that you right. know are part of that. So, right. Yeah. So, and, and also like if you if if you continue to build. Or if you build a, a fan base, or a, I shouldn't say a fan base, a, a follower base mm -hmm. on Instagram, on one platform, once you establish a relationship of trust with those followers, then you can begin to try to slowly port them over to other platforms. Right. Like if you uh, wanted to try to move people to Twitter, you could screenshot a tweet and post it to your IG story, and if you've got 18,000 people... You're going to have a large percentage, and they're going to see that story every day, and they might go follow you on Twitter. Right. So well, and now you're at the point that you can just swipe up to exactly check yeah, me out on Twitter. I hit that ten thousand. That yeah. that's what I was striving for, and I spent a lot of time mm -hmm. on, yeah. on that. Um, what was you, that? Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you're cool. So obviously, this is in four months, which is a, such a short amount of time. Yeah. If you put in the work, it's a, it doesn't have to be 10 years. Yeah. Is that, are you hitting a bell curve? Was this like the first two months was really, really slow and wasn't there? Like what, what's the trajectory or was it like one for one kind of all the way up or? So when I put out 1982 was my, the first single that I put out that I had written with some other people and it was more of an eighties vibe. Mm -hmm. Um, I worked with Eric Shimoni, who's uh, someone that I work with on most of my tracks. He's the ones that mixes it and, and, and makes it sound great. I realize that I'm not great at everything. <laughs> right. And that's one thing, I, if I could give any advice to your yeah. audience is realize what you're good at. Always try to be good at other things. But mm -hmm. what? <laughs> don't wait till you're perfect at everything mm -hmm. to release something yeah. because <laughs> that's just never yeah. going to happen. Yeah. Um, I got off on a tangent. Where were we? <laughs> <laughs> uh, was it a was it a straight trajectory? Oh yeah. So I put out 1982, and you know, no one knew who I was. I got a little bit of feedback, and I, and I started just you know saying, hey, check out my music to the people that I, I had um, sent the the song to, mm -hmm. um, and then I also looked into some promotional things. So I don't know if people know what Fiverr is. Are you familiar mm -hmm. with Fiverr? We, can we a, are, but we can, yeah, tell we can throw a link in the... Yeah. Um, and there's a... Not that you necessarily need to use that, but there are a lot of websites out there like Fiverr that actually have people that will promote your music. They know certain websites to post your music. Mm -hmm. And not all of them are great. 
you will have to kind of like test it out. Um, sure. There's campaigns that run for like $10, $20, and then of course they go up to 75. I mm -hmm. would always say, I would message the person and be like, hey, this is a new single that I just released. Um, can you promote it for uh, X amount of days? How much should it cost? Like you, you kind of have to uh, yeah. position yourself and say, hey, I like to use the same people over and over. So if I like the results that mm -hmm. I'm getting, mm -hmm. then I will use you again, which gives that person incentive to do a good job. Because mm -hmm. right. um, there are people out there, you have to you test it out, that are sure. just going to take your money and nope. say that they promoted your song. <laughs> right. nope. um, I've known many publicists like that in my day. <laughs> but I, I didn't spend a ton of money on it. Like I, yeah. whenever I, you know, put something out, I'm by myself. No one's going to know if it exists unless it's promoted somehow. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm saying stick with one a platform, which was Instagram. Right. And I just zeroed in on that one. Uh, and hashtagging, mm -hmm. finding, liking people that mm -hmm. like the same stuff as you and commenting on the stuff that, that they've done. So they, mm -hmm. you're interacting with mm -hmm. them and say, Hey man, I really like your music. Like what kind of gear do you use? Those are conversations that I would have. And I spent endless amounts of hours. Anytime mm -hmm. I had free time, I was sitting in bed. I was on Instagram, mm -hmm. which I know most musicians may not like but if at the end of the day you have to kind of treat this like a business well and the reality mm -hmm. is you're probably sitting consuming that much time anyway whether right. people want to admit it or not so flipping the switch of oh i'm consuming whatever's coming up in my feed versus taking a little bit of initiative to find like-minded folks mm -hmm. and you're still getting to consume and be a part of the platform but yeah. actually being intentional to engage right with like-minded people has obviously gone a very long way right yeah yeah, I uh, is it's been a, a there's been a lot of long nights. Yeah. And if I, I say if you want to have any type of success, as minimal and as as it is mm -hmm. right now, I mean, obviously I, things have happened really fast, but I'm not done. Right, like 2019, like I'm going to put even more time in mm -hmm. just because I right. know what. Well, you that see the evidence of, of what, yeah. what, what happens. Right. Yeah. That amount of work that it took to get there mm -hmm. was worth it. And I'm like, okay, so yeah. now I know that now that I built up my Instagram, now I'm going to try to build up Twitter or Facebook. Right. But that's one thing that I would say it's very daunting for someone to constantly, especially if you have a job, I have a regular day, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. nine to five That's job. another thing that I think is really important. Mm. I don't just do this for a living. I no, no, not. Yeah, you're not a whole so eight hours though. a day working on this. You have, you have a job, you have mm. a life. This is what you love and this is what you want to be doing for your job, but you've got a great job and you, that requires your time and focus. So you figure out how to make this your priority outside of that when and when, when and wherever you can. Right. I think that's a really important point to make because people, I've been guilty of this in the past many times of thinking like if I'm going to go into such and such venture, if I'm going to do such and such thing, I have to go in 100% all in, nothing else. And it's just not the case. Like if you didn't have your normal job, you might not have the freedom of up here to focus this much time on this because you'd be worried about income. You'd be worried about how your mortgage is going to get paid or whatever. But you know all that's taken care of because you've got a job. So you don't feel guilty spending however much time on this as you need to. Right. You know what I mean? You just kind of have to prioritize yeah. like, what's important. I mean, if this is what you want to do for a living, you're going to have, there are sacrifices you're going to have to make. And yeah. It, but we also know that we have to make ends meet mm. too. Right. So, I mean, I make, I make a list yeah. of stuff that mm -hmm. I want to get done during the day. And I know it's something that's been around for forever, but I it do the really, same. really, 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 really helps. <laughs> I do the same. It thing. really, really, really helps. Um, and then, you know, it was good to check certain things off. Like, mm -hmm. you know, last night I was like, I really don't want to edit right now. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> yeah. I just kind of want to watch football and, yeah. and, and not edit, but I made myself do it mm -hmm. and I got a lot of stuff done. Yeah. So, yeah. What, uh, as you're going on this journey, what's the thing that puts the most gas back in your tank as you're going along? Because as you're juggling, you've got the day job and you're starting to be successful where it's like, sweet, people are actually into what I do. I'm not making a million dollars yet. Right. I'm not quitting my day job yet, but I have 18,000 people that care about what I do. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember the exact number, but I'm pretty sure it was somewhere between six and 7,000 monthly listeners on your Spotify because I checked earlier today. And 
for sure. I don't remember what the number is, but you're like way over 10,000 streams on there. Yeah, so it's fluctuated. So November, December has been a little slow as anybody that's in the, ever worked in the music industry. Yeah. There's been a lot of releases. So, yeah. um, but at one point it was up to like 22,000 listeners. And that, awesome. was, that was when I had the, the you know, Hunter Every, had came everything out. Going. Everything going. Yeah. I had a bunch of singles going out and like these last <clears> two months have kind of slowed, mm -hmm. slowed down because right. you don't have someone pumping constant uh, right. advertisement into to it um i think i'm at over a little bit over 130,000 streams total Woo! <laughs> um and then four months so <laughs> one, two three four months people keep talking shit <laughs> keep watching seinfeld <laughs> yeah I, I don't watch a lot of tv not as much as that <laughs> yes I watch a lot of my computer screen yeah. and my keyboard. Well, that's like um, the priorities change, man. It's like you, I, I'll bet now, knowing, like, now that you've kind of got the addiction, for lack of better way of putting it, right. seeing the payoff of the, or work going into this thing that you own, that's your baby that you love. Like, I bet if you sit down and watch an hour of TV, knowing that you could be doing this to, like, promote what you love, yeah. you probably feel a little guilty about it. Yeah, I mean, like, do I really want to watch another show that right. I'm not going to finish because there's, like, eight, uh, eight right. seasons? Exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, it really all just depends on, like, music makes me happy. Being right. creative makes mm -hmm. me happy. And if if that's what it is for you and you're doing it for all the right reasons, then it's not a job and it's not, yeah. it should be like, oh man, I get to go out and work on music. Yeah. yeah. It's not like, uh, like, you know, there's certain things that like editing sure. that, yeah. that come with the territory that's not as fun as creating. But right. if you really love what you do, it's not a job at right. all. Um, I, go ahead. Now, has it, uh, I'm assuming I know the answer to this, but I want to ask it anyway. How does it feel now? Because honestly, I think, when did we meet? Tom's birthday, like a year ago or something like that? Yeah. And we had the conversation, it was before you were hitting publish on stuff. Yeah. And kind of talking about that fear of hitting publish and the initial, you know, hitting publish on 1982. And like, now that you're doing it, do you still, I'm not saying you don't have like, oh, I hope people like this one too. But internally, how has that changed? Now that you've actually spent four months putting out music consistently, putting out content, engaging with people, having a positive response, what does that change internally? Um, when I first put out Nineteen Eighty Two, that was super nerve wracking. I was like, yeah. "Oh god," because you know, like you don't know, yeah. you don't know how people are reacting. Mm -hmm. You might think it's awesome, yeah, but other people, you know, and that one actually, uh, out of all of them, has not gone as far as I thought it would. Yeah. It was more of a house version song. And then the next two singles I put out, Hunter and Summer Ain't the Same, were more EDN top 40. Mm -hmm. And then right. this last single that I put out, uh, Dirty Machine, I, I was more nervous about that one than any of them because mm -hmm. it was so much different from, it's darker. Yeah. Which, that's why I put it out in October. Um, right. Then trying to make that a summer a summer jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Enjoy this uh, on your yeah, boat. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I love that song, and uh, I've just, just kind of got to the point. And there's one thing that you guys talked about on this show that I wanted to bring up, and was I'm glad I remembered when I came in here is. We, we live in a music town mm -hmm. and we, right. I, I get caught up in like, oh man, I really don't want to put this, you know, people know what I do and they don't right. care about seeing the behind They all the do the same thing. And, yeah. and you, you feel kind of like, oh, I'm just gloating because I'm doing this. But mm -hmm. I had to kind of just find it, you know, do it. What you guys have recommended was mute the people that you're really worried about, mm -hmm. like them thinking what, it, oh my gosh, who's he think he is? That type of deal, and mm -hmm. just do what makes you happy. Because mm -hmm. at the end yeah. of the day, like that's all that really matters. And that that stuff is infectious too, man. Like oh, yeah. your enjoyment of it, your happiness as a result, like that translates out. It's this like sort of human connectivity thing. It's an unspoken way we communicate with each other. Right. It's real. And if you are worrying about what like me, like if you were sitting there worrying about what I thought, and every time I post, you posted something, oh, what's Tom going to comment? Like that would take away from your enjoyment of it. And right. That's not exactly. that's not fair to the people who do enjoy what you do. You know what I mean? Yeah. You want to give them the best version of what you're doing. So this is important. Yeah. That, the right headspace. Yeah, I mean, I create content that I I like, and yeah. and I think 
That's the name of the game. Yeah. And if I don't think about, great. will my audience like this? Yeah. This is, I mean, if they, I'm, if they do, then great. But right. that's not why I make music. Mm-hmm. I make it because I enjoy making music. And if something comes out of it, which is my end goal, mm-hmm. then great. Mm-hmm. But, the, but at the end of the day, I'm still getting to make music, right. which is something that if I n- If nothing came of it. Yeah. You'd probably still be doing the exact same thing. Yeah. I'm not going to stop. <laughs> right. I will be a 50 year old <laughs> one day and I will still be making EDM music yeah. or whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. I write pop country. It doesn't matter. Sure. I write it all, but yeah. I will never stop. Like, yeah. being, that's the brilliant thing about being a writer. Like, the industry can tell us that, you know, you have to be a certain age and you can't mm-hmm. be this old to do this. And I think that eventually that will change. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, the, you know, we're getting into to yeah. this realm where everything is digital and it won't matter. Well, you have 100% control over your brand, your entity, and what you do. Yes. And I don't have anybody telling me, no, yeah. wait two months before you put, put this, <laughs> yeah. this song out and this isn't the right time. Like, the only reason I haven't done anything in November or December is just because I just have <laughs> the time. <laughs> and I want to put something out that, that's yeah. good. And, and, and uh, me and Eric Shimoni, who yeah. is... Uh, that I'm happy to announce will be uh, part of the group. Um, oh, we write geez. a lot of stuff together. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, we, we've come up with a game plan. I think the biggest yeah. thing uh, that people, we were in a band together, so you, yeah. you know, is that you don't treat it like a business and you have to. If you want to be yeah. successful at this, you have got to treat it like a business, yes. have goals. Mm-hmm. Don't just think that you just plop something up on the internet and people are mm-hmm. going to watch it a million times. Not saying that doesn't happen. Sure. It must be, it has but to be really not, good content. Like LeBron James happens too, but we're not all LeBron. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but the amount of work that goes into becoming LeBron right, exactly. James. Exactly. Yeah. But like, but what you said about being 50 and writing and putting stuff out, like, mm. it's, you're, you're an artist. You're right. a creator. Right. There is no time limit or timeline on being an artist or being a creator. Whether you're making music or sculpture or painting or the written word or whatever, like if you are, you're that for life. Right. You'll be, no, I agree. if you live to be 100 years old or 100 years old, you'll still be thinking music and wanting to make music and creating things because that's right. who you are. Yeah. And now you've just, I think what you've, you were this before. 2018, before you started nicotine, you were an artist, you were a creator. Now you have figured out a way to tap into the other side of it and connect those two thought processes in your brain and turn it into something that benefits you in a, in a more impactful way. Rather than just being like, I'm, I'm going to make this thing and let somebody else put it out. I'm going to write this for somebody else. Now it's like, I want to I wanna do it for me. Yeah. And it's fulfilling to do it for me. And it's working doing it for you. Right. Yeah, I mean, that was the one the difficult thing is <clears throat> not writing for other genres because yeah. I had done that for so long. Yeah. And I've had some success with it. Um, but writing what you're passionate about, um, my girlfriend actually brought this up to me. She's like, you write what you love. Yeah. Like, you do like these other genres, but you don't love them. Right. And... And it it will show in yeah. your music if you're just writing just to write so you can get in a room with people that may or may mm-hmm. you know, get yeah. it pitched and you get a cut and right. whatever. Um, so now I'm just not going to not write with other people, but I'm going to focus on me and yeah. what I want to put yes. out. And if they want to be a part of that, that's mm-hmm. when I, anybody that I'm going to start writing with and be like, hey, I'm writing for uh, new songs. They will mm-hmm. be released if they're good. Um, and... You should know that. This right. will not sit on a computer and, right. and, and collect dust. Because I feel like a lot of people, especially track people, yeah. um, not just in Nashville, but I'm sure all over, they'll work hours on end on a track and then it'll just sit. sit. I know people You're proud albums. of it, but you don't show it to anybody. I know people with albums. Albums yeah. and We have a record that's sitting on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> in the halls of Universal Republic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, that's, that still pains me. I did yeah. listen to that the other day, and my gosh, is it good. It's a good record, man. Yeah. We should make it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. should. We should totally make it. Yeah. I don't think Universal, but now we can't, Universal we would care now. Yeah. Um, I don't think anybody would care. No. Um, I want to talk about... I want to talk about fear for a second. Yeah. Um, so I'll just use myself as an example. 
for a long time in my career before we started this uh, podcast and before I started doing a vlog, I would, I didn't realize I was doing it. It was not a conscious thing, but I would write with other people. I'd be in bands, I'd create with other people, but I would always want to be the guy who wasn't the one actually releasing it. Like it was never released as Tom Dupree, right? And I realize now in retrospect that that was a very big fear of mine. I was, I had figured out a way to be creative without putting myself on the line for negative feedback. Hmm. And I wonder if you can tell me if this is right or wrong, but I wonder if that played into it all your creation of and release of music, writing with other people and for other people and not creating your thing, your own thing for so long, even though, I mean, you've done it and you've killed it out of the gate. So clearly you had it in you. I wonder if that was ever a factor in your own mind. I, you know, I was like, oh, I don't sing. Yeah. And everybody else sings. And I just, I'm a track guy, like making tracks. Right. And there are, Mike Williams, if you don't know Mike Williams, is an EDM artist. He yeah. has singers on stuff, but he's, he puts, he's one of my inspirations because he puts yeah. out tracks um, that have no lyrics. Mm-hmm. The melodies are all the synths mm-hmm. and, and stabs or whatever yeah. that he puts in the songs. And I was like, and I had been told by people, why won't you just put out music? And I'm like, well, because, you know, this person mm-hmm. wants, this person might cut this song. And, and, and I just got so tired of it. I was like. This is Were you trying to stay like stay in your lane? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm, not, I'm a writer. I'm not an artist. Yeah, right? yeah. I, I, I mean, I just realized throw that out the window. Like, yeah, I, I I attacked myself. It's really hard, and I think musicians, pure, we're all emotional sure. oh, yeah. creatures. <laughs> so we over anxiety. We're we most insecure. Everything. Oh yeah. <laughs> we want everything to be super perfect yeah. and polished, and we don't want anybody to see our flaws. Like, oh, I mean, mm. I listen like the songs I've released now. I'm like, man, I really wish I would have done one little thing because the song is never finished. Right. It never is. Finished. Oh yeah, it'll go on forever. If you um, and I and there was a, I think you guys were talking about it was releasing certain song like showing the the evolution of the song. Yeah. And I think I'm going to do that with one of the songs that, uh, two actually, Dirty Machine. So Dirty Machine initially was more of a Nine Inch Nails Mm -hmm. type of sound. And I had that version. I really like it. Yeah. But it just didn't fit with what I was doing. I felt like I was going to lose my audience. Mm -hmm. But I think there, now that that's out there, that I could release that. And Dude, I would love to see you do like a multi-part series like on YouTube mm. of be so like, dope. I'd love to see you doing it from the inception to release in the future and like uh, in real time, like picking out sounds. Right. And, yeah. But for this one, it'd be a great starting point to say, here's the song that was released. And in this four part series, I'm going to show you how we got from zero to this. Okay. I think that would be super dope. And I would watch that every idea. time, like in, in every single, you could either go back and do retroactively and just make sure you film the process or you can, and you could pick some and do them in real time. Like we just dropped a single yesterday. It's called this, but this is not what we're working on. Now we're starting a new one. I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know what it's going to turn out. It might suck, but you're going to be along for the journey. Right. And document that. You know how rad that would be, especially if yeah. it turns out to be a fucking smash. Yeah. People are like, oh my god, I watched this guy make this thing for I nothing. Fully back that up, one hundred percent. I also think too that like. You don't have to worry about the pressure so much of, because we talked about this before, with like, when people hold on to the idea of the record, it's yes. like, oh, I spent two years making this. And if you had some fans, if you didn't have some fans, like everything rests on when they get this record. Right. And mm-hmm. maybe they do, maybe they don't, maybe it hit at the right time, you know, for these people. But because you put so much time and so much energy and probably all of your resources into this one thing, whether it's a failure or not, if you feel like it flops, you lost everything. Mm-hmm. Versus you, who are pretty much just putting out a track every single month. The reality is you have an audience of people that are following what you do and following your journey because they're just mm-hmm. stoked about your journey right. and you happen to put out cool music, so that's just like the icing on the cake. But they yeah. like you and you interact with them. Like You're a real person to them. So for them, as long as like you hit a six out of ten on every track, they're gonna keep showing up every month just to see what's happening. Right, totally. So I, I personally, truly believe that you have the freedom 
to experiment and do crazy stuff and like just take ownership of it along the way. If you're like doing something that's like, I don't know, like Latin fusion trip hop or whatever, yeah. that might not be your like go to. <laughs> right. Be like, hey guys, I tried something new this month. Like, yeah. I don't know if you guys are going to dig it, but I, it's what I was feeling. It's what was happening. I got a video of me like just kind of going through the process, but I wanted to try something new and I'd love to get you guys feedback on mm -hmm. it. Do you dig this? Should I not do this again? Like yeah. get them involved and like give them a reason to keep communicating with you and just like further that. Yeah. You know, now you've already, it seems like you've built going back to the Instagram thing. You didn't build it on a say on from a sales perspective. You built it from a relationship perspective. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. with just, Instagram. Yeah. The video documenting process is just taking that one step further and yeah. just giving people more access to you. Yeah, that's one thing I, I feel like everybody needs to be better. I, I'm one yeah. of those people I don't like myself on camera because yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh my god, that's, is that how I, I don't either? And I have a podcast and a vlog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. but I think, but I think the more you do it, mm -hmm. the more comfortable. Because I mean, I can vouch for that. Yeah, yeah. If it's part of your everyday, which I haven't made it that. I mean, you, you when we were a band together, we did all kinds of interviews and stuff. And yeah. it, but you're in, you're in that mode yeah. when you're not doing it all the time. It's yeah. The, fir the first few times you feel like you have to like show up for the camera too. Yeah, yeah. Camera's yeah. on you, Tom. Oh, do something yeah, yeah. funny. Entertain people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and now it's like, I'm not going to say I forget these are here because that's not the case. But right. I'm like, well, it's, I sit, I'm just sitting here having a conversation and these are on. I know that they're here. But like before we filmed our last episode, Vance and I were just sitting here having a conversation. I was like, why are we not recording this? Let's talk. Let's just talk about this. Right. Threw the cameras up, started, and we just picked up right where we left off. Mm -hmm. Right. Having a conversation. And you, like, like anything, it comes with habit. Like, you just, I read a quote recently that was, I'm going to butcher, but it was something to the effect of, like, uh, actions aren't dictated by our effort. They're dictated by our habits. Right. And we mm -hmm. put in the effort into creating good habits. Right. So, like, you growing your Instagram following, you putting out a, a song a month, like, those are the results of habits. Like day in, day out, you're doing the thing. Rather than like you don't have to will yourself to like spend time communicating with your audience anymore. You just do it. Right. Because you've made it a habit. Yeah. And the second you turn on this camera and film your process for a week, you're gonna feel weird not turning it on next time you sit down to make something. Yeah. Oh crap, where's my I gotta film this. Right. You know what I mean? Right. No, I agree. Um yeah, that's that, that's one thing that I. Yeah, I mean, I, I've people are asking for more stuff. If, and if you got people asking for it, dude, yeah. dude, <laughs> what are you waiting for? I got a video and nobody hey, was I've asking. Gotta, I've got to still not asking. I've got to get still not asking for it. <laughs> if anything, they're like, yeah, you should probably just go back to the podcast. <laughs> Well, and I will say one, uh, one thing that I, I learned, uh, you know, through this whole process is surrounding people yourself with people that are supportive of what Dude, you I'm, yes, do. I love that. Because you have to like kind of, there are going to be people that are going to be a little envious of certain situations that you're in. You mm. need to separate yourself from that because yeah. the real people that are, that are your real friends or people that are really involved with, you know, whatever mm. projects you're working on and are the ones that actually care. Right. And those are the people you want in your life. Yeah. Have and, you had to battle mm. a lot of that through this journey? Have you had a lot of people that you thought were close and then all of a sudden we're kind of just shitting on what you're doing? Not a lot of people. I mean, like, I've hashed out certain things with certain people and I think we've come to a, con a conclusion that we're cool. Right. <laughs> um, Maybe but, just unexpected expectations. Yeah, I was just, like, kind of, you know, taken aback by... by certain things but for the most part no I've had like nothing but support yeah. like especially people that have written the songs uh, yeah. with me like Dot, Eric Dodd a good friend of ours yeah. is killing it right now oh, as well in the show notes too he's we'll link it give him a shout out yeah um, super supportive that, that's the main thing podcast is, let's do it yeah, yeah. Eric could be we'll great Eric could be great he'd be, he'd be a good one to have on too cool um, but uh, yeah just surround yourself with people that are like positive and uplifting because yeah. like you can't please everybody yeah. and I but you, but you don't you haven't surrounded yourself blindly with just yes men either no. like everybody's not like Woo, good for you you're doing no, no, so no, no, great no no, no no like you've got people who are being honest with you too and giving you constructive feedback I think that's a 
a thing that is worthy of note as well. Like yeah. you're not just looking for people to like tell you how great you are. No, and I think that's when some big artists won't <laughs> say any names. Yeah. Put out crap albums. Right. Like, yeah, this is great. This is such a good album. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I, I love contract if you if someone that listens to the same genre of music I mm -hmm. and and does what I do and mm -hmm. can do it, then right. I'm more apt to listen to their opinion. Yeah. But it's like, you know, it's like the old saying. Sure. Everybody has a, an opinion. It yeah. doesn't mean you have to listen to all of them. Right. Um, I thought you were going to say opinions like assholes. Yeah, we have. <laughs> I was trying to keep it very You can say that clear. here. We've already okay. said fucking shit. It's fine. <laughs> you just have to put them in the trash symbol. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, now I want to listen to Blink-182. <laughs> God. But no, I mean, just like, yeah, that's been yeah. the main thing. And and I have a great family. My my family's been super supportive. Yeah. I mean, my, I got, yeah, I wanted to work with my brother again. Um, yeah. My brother, who we're going to go and celebrate his, uh, tonight we're going Bachelor out. Bachelor party. Bachelor party. Um, I got him to sing on one of the tracks because I was yeah. like, I... I want him to be a part of it in some way, shape, or form, mm -hmm. and got him to sing on a track that I had yeah. written with some other people. So, as yeah. There's a little history. Your brother was the singer in our band that uh, we made the record that's sitting on the shelf <laughs> in Universal Republic's offices. <laughs> we were a mild so he version a really of Liam Brothers, singer. if you know about Oasis. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Miles, I, I was there for the whole not, thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we had some creative differences, yeah. but we're good now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like that's that was something that was awesome. Like, yeah. and and he wants to sing on more stuff that I put put out. I love I'm, that. I'm trying to find more stuff for him to be a yeah. part of. Um, it, you know, and building a community, mm -hmm. it, you can't do this all on your own. Like, I, if I like seeing other people succeed. Um, I don't want my if I succeed, I want other people to come along for that journey yeah. in some way, shape, or form. Um, because it's hard out there, dude. I, it's I very clicky. That. I feel like a lot of times artists want to try to, or just creators in general, musicians want to try to connect with somebody who's two or three steps ahead, rather than recognizing that like you and I are friends, we're on the same path, we're in the same spot, man. Let's do this together, because then we can be those people who are two, three steps ahead at the same time together and we've got a network i think Pay people forward. forget that yeah i think everybody just sees like oh all these people are in the same room all those people were homies when they were at the same stage that we are currently yes. at now yeah they're in the same room because they were on the come up together snoop and dre are snoop and dre because they started in it together like they were in the shit at the same time you know what i mean yes yeah i, I agree totally yeah. i mean Surround yourself with good people and and do what you love. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, that's all that really matters. And create not for other people, create for yourself. I love that. If you if you really love music, I mean, I think that's probably a good place to end it. Some wiseness. What uh, before we drop off? What's coming up? Anything people need oh, to yeah. know about? Um, so in January, um, we'll be releasing a new single. Um, still deciding on the title. It's either Fired Up or Fired Up. I haven't decided. I'm still writing the lyrics. Track is done. I kind of showed a preview the other day on Instagram for the people that uh, follow me. And what's your Instagram handle? It is Nicotine Music. So it's N-I-K-O-T-E-N-E -E Music. Cool. Yeah. And Nicotine on Spotify, Apple Music. You're on everything. I'm on everything. Right? Deezer, Title. Like, <laughs> yeah. Deezer. Where is Deezer? I don't know. Is that, what I'm is assuming Deezer? that's not a... U.S. thing. I've never... I have no idea. I, I don't... I, I, I'm guessing it's overseas because... You're, I just... I'm tell us what Deezer is. <laughs> tell us what Deezer is. Because I don't know what it is. I see either. it everywhere. The Yanks My don't... My gets into it. The Yanks don't know what Deezer is. <laughs> How many feet is it away from you? <laughs> uh, what... I mean, obviously, aside from listening to music, what's the number one way these people can support you out... Uh, follow me on Instagram and Spotify. Um, those are the two places I am. I'm obviously on Apple Music and iTunes, yeah. but we're all about those plays, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Spotify, uh, 
So I just like the format. Yeah. I mean, it. So the, you you definitely focus harder trying to go hard on Spotify. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like it's more user friendly, and especially now for artists mm-hmm. uh, to put, you know, being able to upload their own. own You're on. Streams. So you you started releasing through DistroKid, right? So now that purchase is a, Spotify buying a share of DistroKid has actually affected you in a positive way. Yes. You're now incorporated. Yeah. DistroKid's been great. Yeah. Um, they, they're when I when we put stuff out on TuneCore, it took forever oh, for anything yeah. to get out. It's like four hours on DistroKid. Yeah, it's it's nice. super fast. Nice. They give you an email immediately and let you know, hey, your music's been submitted to these stores, and Love and that. that you get emails letting you know when uh, everything is up. Mm. Um, so that way, you know, every, you can put on your social media, hey, I would just screenshot like, hey, you can buy my single on Amazon, you can buy my single on Tidal, you can buy my single on Spotify, yeah. and so on and so forth. So, yeah, I, I have had a great experience uh, with it, and I, cool. I would suggest it to other people. I don't... Yeah. DistroKid does not pay us. Yeah. We're just genuine fans. But but you can. can. (laughs) (laughs) I would. I do. I think Philip Kaplan, the guy that started DistroKid, would be. If anybody knows Philip, we'd love to talk to him. Six degrees of separation. We we talk about you on this show. (laughs) Uh, I know. So we're going to end it, but I do have one more question. Uh, When you have. In the process of growing your Instagram following from six, seven hundred to 18,000. Have you noticed any sort of like direct correlation between that growth and the growth of your streaming numbers? Yes. Have they stayed pretty consistently well, growing at the same time? Do you know? Has it it fluctuates. I mean, it fluctuates. I actually, um, what I would do is if someone started following me, I would follow them back mm-hmm. and then I would message them, hey, like this is my new single, check it out on Spotify, and mm-hmm. they would respond. Okay. Uh, nine times out of ten, people respond. Okay, um, and then that's basically I did. I mean, I'm constantly on Instagram, yeah. like <laughs> to to the point where sometimes I need to put it down for yeah. work life balance. But yeah, I mean, you just you have to dedicate that time yeah. to. That's part of it. If right. you want, if you're trying to do this on your own without a label, which. I don't think a lot of people need them, not for a yeah. long, long, long period of time, because they will dictate every little thing that you do and every little piece yeah. of material they put out. Be in control. Re- I would suggest just reading as much as you can, watch as many YouTube videos as you can. Because yeah. there's people out there that have found ways to promote themselves, yeah. and that knowledge is out there for you to use. I'm happy to know that that you have you're a you're a tangible example for so much that we talk about on this show yep. but i'm happy to know that you're another example that you are a testament to is that there is an actual correlation of numbers between your social media following and your play count on streaming services because yeah. we we are a music show in our core we are we branch out into discussing other things arts related on here, and we also talk a lot about social media and the state of the internet. But at our core, we're a music show. And so I, it makes me happy to know that all of the things that we discuss social media-wise and internet-wise and community-wise, there are actual translatable number, like quantifiable results that you can see impact how your music is being consumed. Right. As long as you're staying on top of it and yeah. you have to constantly be, because it's easy just to be like, oh, they followed me and just, mm-hmm. right. and I'm, I'm not. I'm guilty about that. Oh, new follower. Great. And I don't message them. Yeah. And some of them, I mean, like you're going to get some people that are businesses and, and, oh, sure. and they're just wanting to get themselves out there as totally. well, which is nothing wrong with that. But the ones that you can tell mm-hmm. and, and have messaged you and take the time, yeah. they took the time to write you, take the time mm-hmm. to, to message them back. Because, you know, I have like, 12 and 13 year old like you know kids that love EDM they're like oh I love your music and that's awesome yeah yeah so I mean dope. it's 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 surreal because <laughs> yeah. you're just like wow I didn't know that I actually could yeah. make some sort of impact in in this yeah. this person's life um did you yeah. did you think about or realize before you released your first single in 1982 that you were going to be in the business of cultivating this many relationships? No. <laughs> I thought, I mean, to be re- realistic, I thought I'd put out some music mm-hmm. and maybe I'd get a thousand plays yeah. at most. You'd have some fun. Yeah, I'd be like, oh yeah, got that creative energy out. You know, yeah. like, I want it to be successful, but yeah. at the same time, I'm not expecting that. Um, and if you can wrap your brain around that, mm-hmm. that... 
make it because you love it. Mm-hmm. And if that's what you want to do, put as much time and energy in it and write a million songs. I think I could be quoting the wrong person, but, um, or talking about the wrong person, but Kanye West, mm-hmm. how many beats did he make? Five beats a day for three summers. Exactly. He knows. And he'll admit, he'll admit that early on he would admit that half the stuff that he made was crap. I'm sure that And half was, the stuff yeah. that I, or more than half the stuff that I've made in the yeah. past is, is crap. But the more and more that I've, I'm that sure. I write, yeah. like the stuff I'm writing now, I'm like, this is so much better than what I wrote like four months ago. I bet percentage wise, the crap goes down by percentage based on like... Earlier, say 50% of what you were making two years ago was crap. Now it's maybe 20% is crap. Because right. you're getting so much better because you're doing it consistently. Right. right. Well, I, I hitting hitting publish yeah. and seeing what, you know, the results that I'm getting from it from streaming or what people's reactions are, I'm like, okay, well, maybe I'm doing something right here, yeah. you know? Um, but yeah, I did not expect it to be where it is. Yeah. And I, obviously I wanted to go further, yeah. but uh, no. Now you've you got the bug. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, oh, yeah. like people are really digging what, I, what I'm doing, which is yeah. it was just great. So, Dude, yeah. I love it. So dope. Yeah. Man, thank you for coming and being on yeah, the podcast. Yeah, thanks for the invite. I'll do it anytime. It. We, I think I'd love to uh, plan to do a part two. Uh, like... Once we get, I don't know, a couple more quarters down the road, just to check in mm-hmm. with you and see, like, I kind of want you to be the, the like, you're the guinea pig. You're the music stuff show guinea pig. Okay. You're the case study. I, I want to watch. Yeah, I want you to be a case study. Like, I'm, I'm super pumped that like, completely selfishly, four I'm months ago you didn't exist. I know, I'm super pumped that <laughs> like the stuff we say when put into practice works. We know it. We believe it. But you've put in the effort. You've put in the work. Yeah. And it's all of the things that we're talking about are exactly what you do. And it works. And I love that. And I want to keep following you closely on this show to continue to prove that this shit works. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I uh, I definitely... I will say I listened to this show. <laughs> I mean, and, and I was like, "Is it just because Tom's my friend, or do I?" Really and like, Probably initially, because yeah, I was your friend. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, no. It's, I always yeah. wait. I always wait for Vince to go. Hello. <laughs> and that's it. Next episode. Yeah. Next episode. But no, I mean, like, I I've taken a lot of things. I mean, I I read a lot of, yeah. of, of how to promote yourself, and you know take that knowledge and apply it. And, and I'm not saying everybody is going to be successful because I sure I, I've had some sort of success, yeah. um, but I'm not stopping. I yeah. want to put out as much music as I can before I die. Yeah. I mean, just because I, I love, love being creative. It's my favorite thing in the world. Mm. So I love that. I love that so much. Well, dude, thank you for being here. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. And thanks for watching and listening. See you next week. Pew, pew.